Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava. Thanks for being here. Thank you for jumping on the call. Thank you for listening in the future. So grateful that you're here. Thank you for contributing your energy to this topic. Um, so uh, is this your first time here on Messy Adventures in Living? Are you wondering what this radio show is all about? Who is this girl, Petrina? Well, Messy Adventures in Living, um, I, you know, I created this radio show. I remember clearly sitting with Christine McIver, the producer of this show, wondering what to call my new radio show just a little over a year ago. Um, and I really want, I really desire to send out a message uh, about not waiting for everything to be perfect before, yeah, like not waiting for everything to be perfect and then just stay in waiting mode your whole life because I was aware that that's, that's what I was doing a lot. And I wanted to incorporate messiness in my radio show because um, being messy is something that I have been judged for and have judged myself very, very, very harshly my whole life. And I think I knew that somewhere secretly I actually really liked being messy. Um, there, I knew that there was a capacity there. And it wasn't until I discovered some tools from a modality called Access Consciousness um, and I asked the founder of this modality, Gary Douglas, what was right about being messy? And... <laughs> You know, that I, that I really started to acknowledge that maybe I had a capacity here and that maybe this thing that I judge myself the most for my whole life and that I was most judged for was actually a capacity and that I knew something about, you know, the willingness to be messy and the willingness to screw up and the willingness to create with chaos. And, um, yeah, I just, really wanted to create a radio show that invited people to get messy and to make choices. And even if the choices didn't turn out uh, exactly how, um, you know, you expect them to, or even if the choices result in something that you don't like, jump in, get messy, make a choice, just choose something, choose anything. Um, it's fun to get messy. So Messy Adventures in Living is a radio show where we invite you to jump in and make choices in your life and get off waiting and get into creating, getting off wait and get into create. Um, so that's what we like to talk about on this show in a variety of ways and a variety of topics. Um, my name is Petrina. I am a girl who likes to play in a whole bunch of different ways in my life. I've finally stopped judging myself for... Um, choosing something different every 10 seconds. Um, I like to try new things all the time. 
uh, I have a hard time committing to any one thing for a long period of time, and I'm so done judging myself for that. So I invite you to that as well. Um, I am a mom of three. I have three amazing kids who challenge me every day to um, choose something greater for myself. Uh, and uh, they are 12 and 9 and 6. I love them. They're awesome. I'm also a registered pediatric nurse. Uh, I work in Toronto at a hospital called the uh, Sick Kids Hospital. Um, and I also am an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. Um, these are some tools from a modality called Access Consciousness. If you've never heard of it before, you can check out accessconsciousness.com. It's weird and it's cool and it's awesome and it's these the tools have completely turned my life upside down and I love it. Um I am an author. I've written chapters in three books. They are called Creations, Conscious Conception uh Conscious Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy and Birth. Uh I wrote a chapter about um some tools for bullying called Toolbox for Bully Kids in a book called Possibilities in Parenting. And uh, I wrote a chapter called Dear Judgment, We're Breaking Up in a book called The Power of Releasing Judgment. And you can find all of those on Amazon.com. I'm so excited to um, have contributed with a whole bunch of other authors to those great creations. So uh, that's a little bit about me. So let's get to our show today. Uh, what are we talking about? So the topic for today is our show is called Judging Change. Uh, so, you know, what does this mean? What is this for you? Well, what comes up for you when you hear these words, judging change? What is it in your world that you're judging? What change have you asked for that you're judging? Um, you know, have you ever said anything to yourself like, hey, I know I asked for change, but wait a second, it wasn't supposed to be this. You know, are you judging how change is showing up and what is that creating? What is it creating when you're judging the change that's showing up that you asked for? What if you gave its what if you gave it the space to create its magic? So what if you could stop judging the change that's showing up and gave the universe the space to create magic for you in your life. After all, you asked, right? So today is um, today's November the 10th, 2016. And, you know, part of what kind of triggered the topic for today is that two days ago on November the 8th, the United States elected Donald Trump as their president. And, you know, my social media feeds have been, as I'm sure many of yours have, of course, flooded, flooded, flooded with all kinds of stuff um, about Donald Trump becoming president. And um, much of it is, thankfully, actually, I have a collection of friends on social media who, um, you know, look at things from a different perspective, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, so my my feed was an interesting combination of a lot of doom and gloom and a lot of, hey, you know, what else is possible with all of this? So I really wanted to talk about um, not not just Donald Trump, but I really wanted to talk about what happens when we ask for change and then we judge how it shows up and what it and we judge what it looks like, what happens to the magic that the universe is trying to give us when we start judging what the universe is doing and how the universe is providing change. So, you know, this show is not about Donald Trump, but it is, and it isn't, and it is, and it isn't, and it is. (laughs) So 
what is this for you? What are some of the areas in your life that you asked for some change and then the change started showing up in a way that you did not expect and you started judging it? Um, I'll give you an example in my life. If you've listened to my shows before, you probably have heard me talk about this before. So when I was in high school, I uh, struggled with math a lot and I applied to nursing school I applied to a nursing program in university and I needed to get a really high mark in calculus. It was the only mark that was keeping me from getting accepted into this university. And I had to get a really, really high mark, a mark that I had never <laughs> been able to achieve in math before. And I had to take it like a second time in summer school. And I was doing everything I knew how to do. I was studying as hard as I knew how to study. I just could not wrap my brain around this stuff. And I didn't know what else to do. And so I started to pray. And I remember praying harder than I ever prayed for anything in my entire life. I was like making deals with God. <laughs> I was like, look, I need to get into nursing because this is what I want to do. And if this is what you want for me and you want me to help people, you got to help me because I am doing everything I can and I don't know how to get. I had to get like a 90% on this last test in order to get like a 60 or 75 in the course, I think it was. So I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I studied and I didn't know what else to do. And then I wrote the test and I kind of felt good about it, but I wasn't sure that it was a 90, but I was, you know, staying positive and I was praying and I was doing everything I knew. I was asking the universe so hard. And um, a couple of days later, I went to get my mark and the the teacher didn't actually give us the test back. So he never gave me the test, but showed us our mark on a list, which I thought was kind of weird. So I went up to this desk and I looked at my name and right beside my name was a 90 beside my name that I had got 90% on my test. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. I have, like, never gotten a 90 in math in my entire life. I was happy. I was excited. I was like, holy shit, this happened. Like, it's a miracle. So I went home, and I was excited, and I told my mom. And I remember my mom had, like, kind of a weird look on her face when I was telling her. And long story short, I got into university. I found out probably a good year or two later that actually my mom had called up the teacher and said to him, look, my daughter needs this 90 to get into university. She's studying her ass off. She's praying. She's doing everything she knows how to do. You know, what can you do? Can you help her? And the and I, I, what I discovered was that the teacher actually fudged Mark, that I didn't actually get a 90% on that test. <laughs> And I was pissed off. <laughs> I was pissed. I was mad. And something interesting ensued. So I was mad at my mother. I was I was really mad at God. I was mad at myself. I was mad at everybody um, because it did not show up the way I think thought it was going to. I was like, what the hell? This doesn't count. It didn't count. Right in my world, it did not count. This was like, no, this did not count. This was not a miracle. God did not answer my prayer. This does not count. My mommy went and talked to my teacher. Like, really? <laughs> but what what ensued actually was interesting because a whole bunch of shit followed that. Um, they initially accepted my 
they initially I initially got accepted into the university and then they revoked my acceptance because um, like the grade came in too late or something. I don't even remember, but there was all this massive shit and panic about them revoking my, my acceptance. And I was panicking and I had to go and practically beg the school. And it was just such a disaster. But I look at that now and I realize what chaos got created because I was judging the way the change showed up. I asked for something. The universe was trying to give it to me in a way that I had never in a million years would have imagined with my brain or with my imagination. The universe was trying so hard to give me this. And I was like, no, I, I literally was like, this does not count. I reject this universe. I reject this change. I got what I wanted in the end, but the way it showed up was so wrong to me that I was not even willing to have the change. Well, luckily uh, it turned out, and here I am almost 20 years later, a, a registered nurse. But I just, it's such a great example um, about what kind of crap can happen when we judge change and we judge the way change shows up. So, what exactly, what's what's judgment, what's change, um, you know, what have you decided change is that it actually isn't, and what have you decided change isn't that it actually is, what ideas do you have about change, um, what does change mean to you, and also judgment, like, what have you decided judgment is that it actually isn't, and what have you decided judgment isn't that it actually is? And now everything that is, all of those is and isn'ts of judgment and change, all the definitions you have of judgment and change, will you destroy and uncreate all of those? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So that thing that I just said is the access consciousness clearing statement. Um, it's a way to clear a whole bunch of energy that's underneath um, stuff that comes up when we talk about a particular topic. Um, it's short It's short speak um, and it's really not about the words. It's really about the energy. If you would like to know more about it, there's a great um, it has its own website called theclearingstatement.com. There's a great video on there that talks about it at length. Um, go ahead and take a look at it if you really would like some information. But we're going to use it on this show and just know that it's like a tool that you can use to really change a bunch of energy as it comes up. So let's take a break. Uh, you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living with myself, your host, Petrina Fava. We're talking about judging change today. What else is possible with this? Don't go anywhere. We'll be back very soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. 
How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Thank you for joining us today. If you're just getting here, we're talking today about uh, judging change. That's the title of our show before we went to break, I was just talking uh, about something that occurred in my life many years ago when I was a teenager um, that I uh, severely judged the way it turned out, <laughs> the way it, not the way it turned out, but the way it showed up and um, was just talking about some of the chaos that ensued. Um, and um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about judgment and change and all of the definitions and the, the conclusions that we have about what those words mean. So, you know, I think a lot of times when we talk about change and we ask the universe for change, many of us decide that it has to look a specific way. And we decide, you know, you know, we're, how many of you are aware that a different possibility exists in the world, right? How many of you are aware um, that true happiness is possible, that, you know, true allowance for everyone is, is possible, that true happiness is possible and we have been asking for it. How long have you been asking for it to show up? Because you know that it's possible. Um, and, you know, you, you might, you could say that you have, it's an energy, right? It's an energy that you perceive. It's an energy that you're aware of. And then the thing is, we try to put these things into words and sometimes that kind of screws it up. Um, or we start to have ideas and beliefs and conclusions. So, you know, are you aware that happiness and peace and allowance for everyone is very possible? And are you turning that into um, the idea that change equals happiness? So, you know, you're aware of a possibility. You're, you have the energy of what's possible. And so you decide that when you ask for it to show up, it has to look like that immediately. Do you know what I mean? So 
uh, let's, I mean, again, the whole Donald Trump thing, I mean, I can't help it. It's just in my face. <laughs> it's just so much in all of our worlds right now. So, you know, how many of us have been asking for change, the kind of change that we know is possible? Um, how many of us have been asking for racism and separation and hatred to end? Because we know it's possible. And so how many of us now are pissed off that someone like Donald Trump is in power because we're like, wait a second, I asked for, you know, the possibility that I know can exist, the peace, the happiness, the, the, the an end to separation, an end to hatred, and uh, excuse me, universe, but you just gave me Donald Trump. What the fuck? <laughs> Right? How many of how many of us are going? Going? Wow! What? So everything that is everywhere you decided that Donald Trump can't possibly be the catalyst for for creating an end to separation and hatred and the creation of a a, a united world. Everywhere you decided that that can't possibly be possible because that's not what you thought change was supposed to look like, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all night shorts, boys and beyonds. And here, let me let me just put this out there. Like, I'm Canadian. I'm white. I'm not gay. Uh, you know, like, you know, many of you might be thinking, yeah, easy for you to say, Petrina, like, you don't live in this country. Um, and, you know, that all of those things are true. And what I ask you to consider is, um, you know, all of the fear, like there's been so much talk about how many people are fearing for their lives right now and fearing that they might be deported or fearing that they might be attacked. And also there have been examples of it happening. Um, and I, I can tell you truly, like I don't, I don't feel that those threats. Um, I get, you know, maybe because I don't live in, in the U.S. and I am white and I am not a target. Um, but what I ask of you is to consider the possibility that people like me who are not, um, clo you know, cloaked in the fear, in so much of the fear, you know, would you be willing to receive the little bit of clarity that we may have because we are not so enmeshed in the fear? And everything that brings up for anyone listening, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all night shorts, boys and beyond. So, what have you decided changing the world looks like? And everything that is, will you destroy and create it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all night shorts, boys and beyond. So, I looked up judgment and I looked up change in etymology online, which I like to do because I'm a little bit of a word nerd. Um, etymology online is a great resource. Um, it looks at the uh, original... Um, in t meaning of words, um, it's not really meaning. It's more of um. Oh, anyways, the the doesn't matter. <laughs> words are escaping me. Etymology online, origin. Thank you, Keisha. <laughs> thank you, Keisha, in the chat room. Yes, the origin of the word. Um, so judgment. What I when I looked up judgment, I found something interesting. Penalty impo imposed by a court. Right, a judgment, a penalty imposed by court. Um, dating back to like, you know, the 12th century or something. And then, um, and I looked up change and changes, um, actually the first thing that caught my eye was to turn. To change is to turn, um, to become different, 
to make something other than what it is or to alter. So see, there's nothing there that says to change is to create a positive outcome, right? Change is change. <laughs> change is just change. To turn, it's, it's to turn something, to make something other than what it is, to alter it, to become something different. So if you're asking for change, get clear. You're asking for things to turn. You're asking to make something other than what it is. You're asking for it to be altered. You're asking for it to become different. Now, would you be willing to ask for this? Would you be willing to ask for something different and then shut up and let the universe work its magic? And as you see changes rolling into your life that you that don't look like what you imagine, you know, would you be willing to ask some questions and use some tools that can take you out of the judgment and thereby give the universe the space that it requires to work its magic for you? And everywhere you cannot allow, everywhere that does not allow that to show up, will you please just join our creator all? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. I often think of, um, you know, the Big Bang, the theory of the Big Bang and how our universe was created. Um, and it was essentially created out of destruction, right? Um, and I'm sorry to my scientist friends, I don't have this exactly straight, but from what I understand is, you know, like something exploded, a star exploded, right? There was massive destruction, a star completely and utterly exploded. And because of that, and it was just pure chaotic mess and that that utter chaotic mess created our incredibly beautiful universe that is magic when you look at it you know like planets and moons circling around planets and suns and stars and and energy and physics and oh my god it's so cool it is so amazing it's just i think it's just so freaky that something exploded and vomited out our beautiful milky way like are you kidding me so you know like what are you what are you judging as chaos and what are you judging as destruction that actually is not what are you judging as destruction that's actually creation and everything that is will you destroy it and create it all Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. There's a lot of talk right now in the world about destruction. There's a lot of talk of, oh my God, we're going to hell in a handbasket. Like, this is the apocalypse. There's a lot of talk about destruction. And if you look at it and you look at some of what we've been seeing on television, some of the things that Donald Trump has been saying, some of the things that are coming out of his mouth, like, <laughs> they're just... <laughs> incredibly unbelievable and they really look like destruction and I'm not saying that they're not um, you know I'm I'm you know be aware like this is not about rose colored glasses like what are you aware of about Donald Trump for example what are you aware of and how much destruction energy is actually there and where are you making that destruction energy wrong? And where have you decided that that destruction energy can't create something amazing? The star that exploded had destruction energy to it. The star that exploded was a destruction. And out of that destruction 
became something incredibly beautiful that we could not have even possibly imagined. The inner workings of it are just like beyond anything we can imagine. So, yes, maybe Donald Trump is a big ball of destruction. Absolutely. Okay. And what if this is the change we've been asking for showing up in a way that we never thought was possible? And what is happening while we're judging it? So what if the universe is trying really hard to give us the beautiful world that we know is possible? And what's happening as we're judging what's showing up right now? You know, is the universe struggling? Is it like, are you throwing, you know, curveballs at it? It's like, I'm trying to give you magic and you're like hitting me with your curveballs. Would you stop? <laughs> you know, what's happening as we're judging the crap out of what's going on right now? Um, the thing about judgment is that when you judge something, you create more of that thing that you're judging. Right? Anything you judge gets created 10 times more. So, you know, if you're judging your body and you're looking at your belly and your belly and you're judging your belly as fat, you're going to create more of it. If you look at yourself in the mirror and you judge yourself as fat, you are going to uh, create more fatness. You're going to, if you judge yourself as ugly, you're just going to keep seeing yourself as more and more ugly. And the same thing is going to, is happening here. How much of what's happening in the world today that we're judging profusely, how much are we actually creating more of that instead of what we know is possible. Let's stop that shit, okay? So let's go to break. And when we come back, we'll look at um, some tips and some tools and some questions that you can ask to um, change some of that. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, on a to Zen.fm. Don't go anywhere. We'll come right back talking more about judging change. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. 
Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more messy adventures. Hey, welcome back. Sorry, I was singing along with my song. (laughs) Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Thanks for being here. I like the music. I like the music that I chose for my radio show. And sometimes in the commercial, instead of looking at what I'm going to say next, I bop along to the music, which is probably a good thing. Keeps me in the energy. Yep, we're jamming. (laughs) Okay, so... Um, before we left, or you're, if you've just joined us, you're listening to a show called uh, Judging Change, and we're talking about all, you know, the kind of crap that can get created when we start judging the way the change that we've asked for starts showing up. And um, so we just left off talking about the idea that when you judge something, you actually just create more of it. So please remember this. This has been like key for me. I remember this all the time now. You know, anything you judge, you create more of. So if you're judging yourself as fat and ugly and stupid, you are going to see yourself more and more every day as fat and ugly and stupid. So we're talking a lot about what's happening in the world today. It's November the 10th, 2016. Um, Donald Trump just got elected uh, president of the United States a couple of days ago. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot of energy uh, going on right now. That's uh, There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of um, hatred. There's a, just a lot of opinions and a lot of energy floating around. Um, uh, yes, this show is airing the November the 14th, but we ha- it, it is actually November the 10th today because we're doing a, a pre-record just to get, just to be clear. Thank you, Keisha, in the chat room. Um, so, so w- please remember when you judge something, you are creating more of it. So here's a whole bunch of judgments that have been that I have noticed just on social media and a little bit in the news. But I'm actually trying not to watch the news for right now. Um, you know, so a lot of the judgments that are coming up and the people are perpetuating and that are getting repeated over and over and over are, you know, America's doomed, right? That's it. Like America's doomed. We're all going down the toilet. Um, there's been a lot of talk which is so interesting. Please remember that when you judge something, you create more of it. There's been so much talk about um, Donald Trump being like Hitler. And um, there's been so much talk about the Nazi era and how this is going to turn out just like that. And this is, you know, there's so many similarities to Nazi energy. And it's like, please, can we stop projecting that out into the world? Anything you judge you create more of what are we doing when we are making these judgments um, about, you know, Donald Trump ruling America is the same as um, Hitler, you know, and the Nazi era. Can we everything, can we just clear all of that now, please? All of the, all of the energy that's being, uh, everything that's being created with that energy, with the perpetuation of those words even and the energy, all of, 
all of that fear and all of the projections associated with Donald Trump and Adolf Hitler and the Nazi era and America being doomed, can we please destroy and uncreate all of that? <sighs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You know, um, there's going to be a rise in racism. There's going to be a rise in hatred. Um, all of the judgment that's surrounding that. So, but let me, you know, make something else very clear. Like, you likely have a, a very keen awareness about Donald Trump. What are you aware of about him and the energies that are surround that he bees and the interests? What are his, yeah? Is he interested in separation? Is it, sure. What are you aware of? You know, please. This is not about rose-colored glasses. Take off your blinders. Look at what's happening honestly, and be aware. Know what you know, and also don't go down the rabbit hole. And what are your words creating? And how you know how much of this is awareness and how much of this is judgment? It's a great question to ask yourself, especially if you're feeling very much, you know, like you're going down the rabbit hole and you're feeling very emotional, you know, a great question to ask is, what am I aware of and what am I judging here? What part of this is awareness and what part of this is judgment? Because remember that anything you judge gets created, you know, 10 times more. So um, what what part of this is awareness and what part of this is judgment is a great tool. Um, I... I want to talk a little bit actually about going down this rabbit hole of judgment and getting on the bandwagon and and the difference that you can be if you don't do that and if you ask questions instead. And I have an example from my life that seems very different from this, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. Um, when I, when I um, started my nursing career 19 years ago, um, I cared for a, um, uh, some infants that were born with something called necrotizing enterocolitis. And um, they were very often very, very premature, 24, 25 weeks, 23 weeks, even them, very, very, very premature. And um, they would essentially lose all of their bowel. M many of them had only a couple centimeters of bowel, very very devastating, right? Like you can't live without your bowel. You can't, you can't eat. You can't digest food. So many of them would have to have intravenous nutrition, which within a few months would completely destroy their liver. And almost all of them died before their first birth. And it was not a pretty death. Um, they would often bleed a lot. And it was just awful. Um, and this went on for many, many years. And there was, amongst us, amongst healthcare professionals, there was a lot of talk about what are we doing? Why are we saving these babies? Um, they're too young. Like 23 weeks is too young. 24 weeks is too young. What are we doing? We're playing God. We should stop. Maybe we should let them die. Like this is terrible. Look at the kind of life they have. It's a torture for the families. Like this needs to stop. Um, lots of, you know, judgment that was kind of disguised as kindness. It's like, no, we're being unkind. Why should we let these babies live? They have a terrible life. And then a few years later, a doctor came around and joined our team. Um, his name is Dr. Wales. And he um, started, I guess, started to ask some questions of himself. He was, he was, he's very much a scientist. We often made fun of him because he had like a lab across the street in, in the other building with like some lab rats. And we would always make fun of him because he would tell us that he would spend hours and hours and hours and endless nights in his lab. And so to make a long story short, he came up with, 
he came up with a procedure called a step procedure where he would take a couple centimeters of bowel and elongate and and I don't even know how it's done to be honest but he came up with the surgical procedure that it would allow the bowel to have a um, an increase in surface area and this increase in surface area allowed these babies to start um, absorbing food through their gut so that they didn't have to be fed through their IV and thus save their livers and um, almost 16 years later uh, these kids are 10, 11, and 12 years old. They're living to be 10, 11, and 12. They were dying before their first birthday. They were dying before their first birthday. And like, what a privilege and how honored I have been to to have been working on this unit and and witness this amazing miracle. And you know, I know I know these kids. They're some of them are 10, 11, and 12 years old. But my point is that it it was so easy to to get on the bandwagon, you know, nurses, doctors, like everybody was like, maybe we shouldn't do this. Like maybe we should not keep these babies alive. We had a lot of judgments about, you know, that 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 was unkind and nobody was, uh, we weren't really asking questions. And then this guy comes along and he knew something else was possible and he didn't go down the rabbit hole with everyone else. And he, um, you know, people were kind of poking fun at him and he didn't care. And he asked questions because he knew something was possible and he thought outside the box and he asked himself, like, what can I do to change this? How can this change? What can I create? What can we create that will change this? And look at the miracle that happened. So, you know, it's it's nothing that we ever would have conceived with our mind. So what's possible? What do you know is possible that is not conceivable with your brain yet? That's not conceivable even with your imagination. And who cares? Um, if you can't think of it or if you can't conceive of it, it doesn't mean that it's not possible. And what would happen if you asked some questions instead of, instead of went down the rabbit hole with everyone else of, of doom and gloom? You know, what do you know is possible and would you be willing to hold on to that knowing with everything you have, um, and change the world with it? So that's what I invite you to, um, with anything that you know. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh I want to talk a little about about this with children. Um <clears throat> because I've seen a lot um on the news and in, on the radio and on media about explaining, you know, the presidential election of Donald Trump to children. And you know, what what it's bringing up for me is I'm seeing how much we are projecting our thoughts and our emotions and our judgments onto these little children who really don't have a point of view about stuff. And what what it's really brought to the surface for me is what um what an unkindness it is to project our judgments or our ideas even if we think we're they're right on to kids who don't have a point of view because these kids who don't have a point of view about the world i mean what a gift that is that they don't have a point of view so we know how much magic can they create how much change could they create if we did not push our point of view onto them anyways we um I think we'll take just a little bit of an early break and um, we'll come back and we'll delve into that a little bit deeper. So you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about judging change today. Um, I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 In the UK, 033-0001-0625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at patrinafava.com Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Today our topic is judging change. We've been talking about um, asking for change and then judging the crap out of it when it shows up in a way that we did not imagine and that we do not like and that we judge as not possibly creating what we asked for because it looks like destruction. Um, so we've been talking about uh, all of our points of view about what change means, what judgment is, um, what destruction is, and maybe uh, the possibility that what looks like destruction is actually creation, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, so just before we left off, we touched a little bit on um, children and projecting judgments at them. So, you know, we have been talking about Donald Trump being elected president of the United States because that's just what's coming up in the world today. Um, and uh, I, what I have been a, very aware of is, so, you know, I was, I've been listening, I was listening to some people being interviewed on the radio and one woman was crying and she was saying, you know, I don't know what to tell my six-year-old. I don't know what to tell my daughter, my six-year-old daughter about this 
um, because, you know, he's a bigot, he's a racist, he's sexist. He talks about grabbing women's vaginas, you know, like, and she was devastated because she had to tell her six-year-old daughter that this jerk has been elected president of the United States. And some, as I was listening, my, my, I noticed my body was becoming more and more and more contracted. So, you know, in, in access, we taught, we have this tool that, um, anything that's heavy for you is a lie and anything that's light is, um, is the truth. And so I could really perceive the heaviness when I was listening to this and I've heard it over and over again. Um, what do we tell our children? How do we explain this to our children? And it's like, guys, what are we doing here? How much are we projecting our points of view onto these kids? And this is what I know about kids. Kids have very little judgment in their universe. They're not clean slates. They come in with their own shit. I know that. But they have very, very little judgment in their universe. And and I am so keenly aware of when adults speak to them and project all of their judgments, not just about this election, but also about, you know, I listen to parents talk to kids and, and um say things like, oh, this teacher is stupid and she doesn't know what she's doing and she's screwing up the kids and how are they going to learn anything? It's like, what are you doing? Would you stop? So, you know, whatever your opinions are about Donald Trump or anything else in the world, um, they may they may be right. You may be very aware. Um, but please ask yourself, what is it creating by telling our children about this. What is it creating by expressing your your opinion uh, about anything that is heavily charged for you? Or even if it's not, like, what is the value of, of expressing your opinion to your children and telling them? Like, what what is the value of telling a six-year-old child that Donald Trump, who you think is a complete moron, is running now and running the United States and that we're all doomed? You know, what is the value of telling that to a six-year-old? And, you know, because they have such little judgment in their universe, what can they create that we can't because we are so clouded right now in fear? We're so cloaked in fear and judgment and craziness. You know, if we didn't project all of this onto our kids, would that give them the space to create a greater world? Because they're they're our future, right? So if we didn't project all our judgments at them, would this give them the space to create a greater world? Could they create something that they know is possible that maybe we don't? So um, I invite you to consider that anytime you're um, with with a child in your world. Um, be very aware of what you are speaking and what you're expressing and your energies and your judgments around them. Please acknowledge them for what they know and give them the space to create something that maybe none of us knows is possible yet, but they do. And can, you know, would you be willing to give them that space so that they can create that magic? Um, So um, just coming down to the last five minutes, but here are some questions that you can use to turn some of this around um, if you're judging your uh, your asks, if you're judging what's what's uh, showing up for you uh, that you've been asking for, what, okay, <laughs> here are some questions. 
questions open possibilities. So let's ask questions instead of come to conclusions. So one of the best ones, my favorite ones for situations like this is, is this the change I've been asking for showing up in a way I never imagined? So when something shows up in your world that you're like, what the hell is this? Please ask, is this the change I've been asking for showing up in a way that I never imagined? Um, another amazing one is what's right about this that I'm not getting? What is right about this that I'm not seeing? <laughs> universe, show me what's right about this I'm not getting. Um, and yeah, universe, show me. Universe, show me something beautiful today. Universe, show me what's right about this that I'm not getting. Um, you know, what else is possible is an amazing question to ask. How does it get any better than this? Um, what am I aware of is an amazing question to ask because it will really get you, it will really assist you in determining what is your judgment and what is your awareness because this, like I've said so many times, this is not about putting on rose-colored glasses and trying to be positive. It's not about, you know, you know, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. No, it's you don't have to convince yourself that everything is going to be okay. Know what you know. Acknowledge your awareness and be aware of judgment. It's sneaky. It's insidious. Sometimes it looks like something positive and it's still a judgment. So please ask yourself, what am I aware of? What part of this is awareness and what part of this is judgment? Um, what energy, space, and consciousness can you be to create a change here? And, you know, everywhere that you have decided that you don't have the power to create change, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all night shorts, boys and beyonds. I mean, how many people in the world right now totally unequivocally believe that they are powerless against the President of the United States? Why? Why do we believe that we're that one man is more powerful? It's such a lie. You know, the more you know, your point of view creates your reality and if your point of view is that you are at the effect of the president of your country or the leader of your country, then that's the reality that gets created. Change your point of view. You you do have power and you do have potency and you can create change, especially if you don't have a point of view or judgment about what that's supposed to look like. What else is possible that you haven't imagined? Um, and, you know, that right there that that I can't imagine, what else is possible that I can't imagine or that I haven't thought of yet is the key because our brains and our imaginations are limited. Even our imaginations are limited because there are possibilities out there that um, cannot be thought of and cannot be imagined. So I invite you to um, ask questions um, when you find yourself judging um change that's showing up in your world. Is this the change you've asked for showing up in a way that you never imagined? And what else is possible? If you, How can you create the space for your change to create magic for you in your life? Thank you so much for joining us today on Messy Adventures in Living. Please come back every Monday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Goodbye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.